that is something that many people don't think about. There is nothing like time. It doesn't exist in the spirit realm. So time is only relative to your, your existence here on earth. That is it. When you read in Revelation chapter 10, verse 5 and 6. Revelation chapter 10, verse 5 and 6. Yeah, the angel whom I had seen, who had who was who stand upon the sea and upon the earth. Uh -huh. That they will be what? They will be delayed no longer. Yeah. When you read other versions, that part says that there should be no, there should be time no longer. What version is that? Amplify version says that there should be time no longer. So, A time is going to come, time will be irrelevant. And there is something that God created us with that is timeless. Our bodies will have it up to a time. Our spirit and souls is timeless. That is why, you know, this is even proof that you you are a spirit being. Is that even as you are growing, you still you you know, you see somebody is 50 years, is 60 years, but in their mind, they still don't, they don't see themselves as 15 or uh, 50 years. They, say they still see themselves as that very young person. They still love the same things that they used to love. So, as you are growing older, that nature of timelessness in you doesn't grow. It's still the same. So, you find out that People grow chronologically as relating to time here on earth, but the, ti the timeless nature of your soul and spirit is still the same. So you feel you are 70, but you still see yourself in your mind's eye, in your spirit. You, you still think you are 20 years. It's only when you try to do certain things that your body will tell you, no, you, your time has gone. So imagine after your body leaves or your body is separated from your spirit and your soul, then you go back into that timelessness again forever and ever and ever. There will be nothing like day or night or whatever. It's, a, it's something that is there. It's, it's, the, it's an existence. You are just there permanently. You will not be thinking, oh, what time is it? No, there's nothing like that. It's just that it's an existence that you'll be there permanently. So... God has arranged certain things that you must understand the implications of it. So, you must understand that whilst you are here on earth, we, are, we have a very limited, everybody has got 
a, a set time. A set time. And this is very important if you want to work for God. Understand that one day you are going to move from this time-related thing into a timelessness. And whatever you did with the time you had here on earth will determine how your timelessness will be spent. So God has given us this time on earth as a gift of grace. One, to prove our love to him. So our time is also a test. The time you are given here on earth is a test. It's a test. It's a test. And um, it is a test for you to prove your love for him and to obtain higher glories in eternity. So we will forever look back to the period of time we were put on earth and given the opportunity to do something for him. So this is why God has put us here on earth. Because we are we have spirits, we have and then we become a living soul, which will be living forever and ever, either in hell or in heaven. And this time that you have is going to come to an end. And you must use this time to prove your love for him so that you pass the test to obtain higher glories in eternity and we will remember if the bible teaches this we will remember how we spent our life here on earth there is always you are going to remember abraham and lazarus and the rich man they, they all remembered abraham said to the the, the the rich man remember he said son remember in your lifetime so we are going to remember everything. And remember that we cannot come back. Once you die, that is it. There's no coming back. There's no karma. There's nothing like reincarnation. There's no coming back. You can't come and do the earth again. It's once and for all. Unfortunately, most people don't understand life the way it should be. So wisdom is very useful. And the wisdom that you need is to is 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 intended to help you to live a better life. Understand what is going on. Yeah. So I want to share with you a few things because many of you are wasting time and joking, thinking that there's more time, thinking that other things are more important. But um one day you remember. First Peter chapter one verse seventeen. 
and that's it exactly so what I'm saying I'm not just telling you my mind I'm telling you as it is the Bible says our residency here is temporary and you need to if you are if you are foolish you think that oh, I'm just 20 years old you think you have a lot of time it's foolishness it's foolishness that's why we waste so much time doing unnecessary things and look at the quotation where I said we will be judged so it means it is test and it is in relation to the work you do for him that is it that is why the wisest people those who have generally gotten the wisdom of God engage themselves to do some work for God here not to build empires for themselves to become like Bill Gates or Obama or whoever it's useless but they want to use their time because every man will be judged when you stand before he said, if you call on the father whom, who without respect of person judge it according to every man's work said the time you are passing is a temporary one a temporary time here so don't think you have a lot of time don't think you really have a lot of time so welcome to earth where we have a temporary time here and for your information you must get wisdom with the time you are going to spend here and one of the things you need to know is, is what we read in Ecclesiastes chapter 3 it said there's a time to be born and a time that means in this short time that God has given to us here on earth we all are going to have certain appointments and if you are spiritual you must know the appointments that are waiting for you that are ordained for you that you must walk in them the appointed times of your spiritual life. The appointed times of your spiritual life. Life. So, one. The time of your birth, as Ecclesiastes says, Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1. There is a time to be born. There's a time to be born. a time to be born and remember we must understand that God is not doing things by chance there's nothing chance about even you sitting here today even before you were born even before your father and your mother met God had designed your birth and your timing of birth to coincide with a lot of things, including God planned that you should be born the year you were born in, so that at this age you should be sitting down here. That's why the Bible says there's a time to be born. God planned everything. It's in the Bible. You are not here by accident. God planned it. You are why are you why are you not three years old? When the ministry is starting, why are you not five years old? Because there are some people who are five years old, some people who are three years old, but you are old enough. You are over 20. You are above the age of service. 
broken. So it's not a mistake. It's a time to be born. God had planned it. So be understanding to an, and notice that you are not here to please anybody but to fulfill a spiritual appointment. But if you are not wise, you will not see that way. You will think that you are coming to, uh, uh, you are just here for some ridiculous things. Sometimes even God can delay the birth of people just so that it will coincide with his purpose for the person. And John the Baptist and Jesus Christ are clear examples. John the Baptist and Jesus Christ are good examples. God delayed the birth of John the Baptist. Remember, Elizabeth was barren for so many years. She got pregnant in her old age. Just around the same time when a young girl, about 16, 17 years, the cousin,
what they are doing. So, he says to the disciples, your time is always ready. Be cautious of the time that God has allotted you. Be cautious. And if you are very spiritual, every spiritual person tends to sense when their time is coming to an end. Every spiritual. Because you would have worked. You would have done the work. You would know. Archbishop um, Benson Idahosa. I heard the story of his death. He also had a worldwide ministry. Very anointed man of God. Very powerful man. One time, he was so powerful. One time, when they started, when he started ministry in Benin, Benin was the capital of in, in uh, witchcraft in Nigeria. Juju and like I would say, certain parts of Ghana are known for Juju and other things. That was what Benin was like. And by the time he was into ministry 20, Benin had changed. One time they had, um, that was uh, witches, the whole witches in the world. They have um, conferences, they meet, annual conference, and they decided they were going to have a conference in the city where the archbishop was. And when he heard it, he said, no, no meeting is coming on here. And the witches as a representative came, they went on TV to say that the Archbishop is joking. You see. 
those were men of power. You see, you Ghana here, we talk, talk, talk. Oh, pastors talking, and you can hear juju men making a noise. Not in the days of Archbishop, Dan, uh, what do you call him? Benson in that house. He said, no meeting is going on here. Then he said, okay, the, 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 the guy, they are representing, this is worldwide, which is from India, from UK, everywhere in the world, they were coming for a conference. He said they would come and do it in Benin. So they were booking hotels and other things. And he said, I'll, I'll meet you on TV. He met the guy on TV. And they were interviewing him. And he said, he said, I'm seeing you live here. Nobody, no witch, uh, witchcraft conference is coming on in Benin City here. As long as I am here, it's not happening. Then the guy that was being interviewed said, no, it's coming on. And he said, oh. That you just said to the, the guy, are you sure it's coming on? He said, yes, it's coming on. He said, okay, if you think that this meeting that is coming on is for witches, then you confess that you are a witch right now and let me kill you right now. And the guy couldn't say I'm a witch. He said, yes. This meeting is not coming on. And then that was it. And they did all their best. They went to government. They did whatever, whatever. As he said, he said, if you try it, you say this, I, I will kill you right here live on, on TV. Yes. And the meeting, it didn't come on. Yeah, it was a very, very powerful man of God. Very, very powerful man of God. He will go around looking for dead people to raise up. Just go around. Is there any dead person in this house? Is there any dead person in this house? My Bible says Jesus can raise the dead. And then that is it. He will raise you up. Yeah. It was him that blessed all the big, big ministers in, in Nigeria. They are products of him. Even Archbishop Duncan William is a product of him. Very, very powerful man of God. Yeah. So, he, when he was about to die, he kept on telling his wife, I'm tired. I think everything that God asked me to do, I've done it. So, if he should stay any longer, then he's going to do things that God hasn't asked him to do. But that was what he kept on saying. Every vision God gave to him, he built a university, he built churches, you know, everything. He was the first man to make Christianity look you know, like, you know, the Nigerian pastor, how, how the pastors are now dressing rich and nice. Before, if you're a pastor, you are poor, your shoes, but he turned everything around that, no, if you're a pastor, doesn't mean you have to be poor because God is not poor. And he built the things he did, there were other ministries that were in America that couldn't do what, the, what he was doing. And he kept on telling his wife, I'm tired, I'm tired. I think everything God has given to me, I've done it. So he too, one day, they said that they were sitting down in his house. There are a lot of people always in his house. People who are coming for daily chop money. People whom he feeds.
and people are you know, he houses a lot of people taking care of them so the day he died they, he had made a dinner and they were all sat at the table and they had communion tend to know when your time is up. Second Timothy chapter 4 verse 6. You will not be crying for another birthday, another birthday, another birthday. Your time is up. You want to go and rest. It's people who are not spiritual, people who have wasted their life that always want another time. I heard a story from, I don't know whether it was from Bishop Dago or Archbishop, but the story was about, I think it was Bishop Dago. It was about this guy a young guy, suddenly he came into money because his party came into, into power. And he became very rich. And when the church would go to him, the pastor would go to him. He said, the, the guy said, to this reception, said, they are wasting his time. He hasn't got time to see them. And this is a pastor, it was a, the pastor that prayed for him for him to get that favor. When he got into the money, he forgot. And the pastor said, okay. They left him. So two years down the line, suddenly he fell sick and was dying. He called for the pastor. The pastor went. Now his confession had changed. Was saying, Oh, I just want God to spare my life. Doctors, had, he had cancer. Doctors had told him he had three weeks or some amount of time he was going to die. And he was saying, Oh, Pastor, pray for me so that God will give me a second chance. Because when God gives me a second chance, I'm going to now go and preach. I'll preach the gospel, I'll do his work. And the pastor looked at him and said, God's will be done. 
but I just need to make sure you are saved. So he was there waiting, waiting. Uh, he was there pleading for more time. Yes. But you see, if he had lived his life properly, he would not be you if you want to go, this place is temporary. What are, there's nothing here that is so you are not a citizen of this world. He said we are citizens of heaven. In, in Philippians 3, verse 18, now he said we are citizens of heaven, but our citizenship is of heaven. But when you don't when you don't live your life well for God, you are always looking for time. You are fighting for time. You and Satan, you'll be going to hospitals for medication and for this and that and always pleading for time and for time. Use the time you have now properly, please. Paul said, my time is up. My time of departure to come out of this body, this container, is at hand. So be aware. And don't let it be said, could I have sung better? Could I have built a church for God? Could I have used my education you know, how could I have used it to help the work that God introduced me to the father that God gave me spiritual father that God gave me how did I use my time me I don't want when it's my time to go I'll be begging for more time so I'll be begging for more time it means I still need some work still need to be done here every soul that I need to win God help me any work that I need, if I every church I have to, if I have to build churches, I must fulfill it. And the work is not a one-man person. That is why you too, you are you have been brought in. You have been brought in, but you don't seem to see the importance. So you are joking with it and playing with it. So there's a time. These are appointments. Time for time of your birth time of your death then time of your salvation time of your salvation there's a time to be saved there's a day of salvation there's an hour a moment that God has destined for an opportunity for your salvation so the Bible says in Acts chapter 17 verse 30 and 31 so when we didn't know God overlooked or winked at our ignorance but now he commanded all men to read it Yes. 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 The assurance that he has risen from them. But he said, God is now expecting you to repent. It's a time for your salvation. And many of us here. We are still playing with our salvation. 
you haven't really genuinely repented because if you repent you stop what you are doing and you do something else and you see there is a time God is now looking at by this time you should have stopped the fornication but you are still in church and fornicating by this time you should have stopped the laziness you should have repented from the laziness but you are still lazy by this time you stop repented from the anger but you are still carrying on in anger unforgiveness <coughs> in anger and unforgiveness so there is a time for, for, for when God will now be expecting that these things should, should your salvation will now become a reality What is how different are you from 2020? How even 2020, eh, it was a time that God was giving to the whole Christian community. Everything came, everything was stopped virtually. Now you you don't have to work, you don't have to go out, you just need your food and stay with your family. And still, many people didn't change us. Now in 2021, we can't see much difference. We can't see much. The salvation, what you are supposed to repent from, what God is expecting from you in terms of salvation, it's not happening. And you must remember, see, the older you get, the more difficult it, it is for you to repent from certain things. That's why it's easier for younger people to give their lives to Jesus Christ. Some people, they say, uh, that's the attitude. But God has assigned a time for you to be saved. And once you are saved, then there are certain things that the salvation must now be producing. Please understand, God is watching. God is watching. It's a time to be saved. A time to be saved. Understand the reality that there is a time for salvation and it will guide you as a, a, a worker, a minister, a child of God. Yes. It's a time for your salvation. I was saved as a, a, a young boy. It was, it was God who ordained it. Yeah. And now the salvation is producing results. What about your own salvation? How many years have you been a Christian? Have you repented genuinely from the things that you are doing? Or you are still carrying on. And every year you are growing old. Your time is expiring. Your time is going. But you are, you are, you are, you are being foolish because you have been blinded. Short-sighted. Satan has put a blindfold on you. Can't see properly. So there's a time for your salvation. And it's a time for your salvation to produce fruits. Let us recognize that, that God has appointed times for various important events in our lives. I don't know why you find it difficult to accept it. Because in life, everything is... If you are in school, is there not a time appointed for lectures? Is not there a time appointed for sports? P. Is not a time for you? There's a time for everything. Why do you think that in your spiritual life to God will just leave everything like that and then you leave everything like that. Here's why 
I am teaching you this revelation. You, 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 you cannot now produce the same results that you have, you have been producing. And joking. So that will lead me to the, n- the next appointment of your spiritual life, which is the time for your maturity. Every baby that is born into this world is expected to mature into certain things at a particular time. And healthcare professionals will tell you, once the baby is born, the first thing that, the first um, thing that we are expecting you to achieve, you want to hear the baby cry. If the baby doesn't cry, here they will whip the baby or they, they have to do something. First thing. Then they check the baby for other things. You know, we check the baby must have this, must have this. So if he has all those things, he's meeting, he's maturing at certain things. Then, if it's a, a, a you know, in Ghana here, they say we go away, you go and do six weeks checkup. Then you go and do another checkup. In the UK, the child, they will monitor the child right up to maybe four years. And you, they will take in certain things. By the, so, by four years, you see that baby that was here, baby Evelyn. Yeah, he's not, he's not meeting the, the, the age um, maturity things that he's supposed to do. Maybe he's supposed to lift up the head. Before, when you are born, you can't lift your head. You are just like that. Your head, your neck needs to be supported. But after some time, then you see that the baby will start lifting their own head. Then after some time, they start rolling. Then after some time, they start crawling. Then they sit. They sit. Then they start crawling. Then they start walking. And there are age, there are times where when it's six months and you are not doing that thing, there's a problem. So there's a time for your maturity. In this short time God has given to you here on earth that you can't afford. If you see that baby, there's something really wrong with the baby. At her age. And some of you, that is how you are spiritually. I'm like that baby. Spiritually. You can't do anything for yourself. You haven't matured. I say, Yahoo, what And all that has happened is that Yahoo. Your brain is not developing. And that's why the baby is having issues. The brain is not developing the normal way. You know. So, you are, you are, are you maturing? Are you meeting the time of your maturity that God has appointed for your spiritual maturity? So, in the physical, at the time you are four weeks old, you are supposed to recognize your mother's voice. In fact, research says that babies are able, they start identifying their voices right from the womb. That's why when you are pregnant, you need to talk to your baby. The baby hears uh, after some time, about six months or so, I, I don't know the time, but after some time, the baby hears everybody's voice, the children's voice, the mother's voice, the father's voice, so he gets to know. Gets to know. And that is why when you, when you are pregnant, play anointed messages to the baby. So you don't give birth to a ragamuffin or Somebody that cannot hear the voice of God. Yeah. By six weeks, you are supposed to smile. The baby is supposed to smile at the mother. You might not know, but it is something that health professionals check. 
into a six weeks check no qua or mobile busao. And answer one cassabet testing, or may be be sebe a colony bestry, or may no doubt. Then you know that there's a problem. Four months, and so to me rolling over. Six months, and so to meet nursing. Seven months, he should be crawling. By nine months, he should be able to pull himself up. It is setting and expect certain things from you. In your so, so how many years that you have been a Christian? If you are supposed to be standing and now you are still crawling, there's a problem. And you know what? You would be delaying. Because God timed your chronological birth to coincide so that by this time you are old enough to bear certain responsibilities concerning the work of God. But because spiritually, you know, you are a baby, it doesn't line up. So you either slow the work down like it's happening. The work of God is being slowed because you are not mature. You are not being a good house fellowship leader, shepherd. You are not bringing out anything. You, you yourself, you, you are a baby. Unfortunately, many Christians remain in churches for years and are unable to lead a simple Bible study. That's the reality. It's a sad reality. Should be so only this simple Bible study unto me. Then so what he has them for 15 years. That's lead opportunity that God gives to you to even lead somebody to Christ unto me. When Christians miss their time of maturation, they often do not mature at a later date. And it's true. See that you see that, that that baby? See, there are certain conditions when you have. That is it. And I was telling the mother, just pray that she'll be able to sit and feed herself and do the basics. But it's not going to be much of a difference. When she, I've seen Down syndrome babies. In developed countries, they take care of people who are disadvantaged like that. They take proper care. If she was overseas, the government would give her a nice house, would take care of the child, give her money. And, and that's why they are blessed because it's a biblical thing to take care of the disadvantaged. But we, 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 this child, if the parents are not rich, will be very useful to beg because of the society in which we live. But overseas, we take good care. There's a good welfare system there. Take very good care. will be wheelchair, car, to come and help the mother. Yes. Because there's not going to be much of a change. But the whatever, but but three year old child. Very, very, very vulnerable. And that is what happens also spiritually. If you don't change and reach certain one year serious, say within two weeks I must smile. Within this I must do this. You see that 
you will remain the way you are for the rest of your spiritual life. No change. No change. And, and some of you, that is the journey that you have, you, you have chosen. Or you have refused to bear fruit. Last year, same results. Last two years, same results. Last three years, same results. There's no and some too, they they are gradually hitting certain targets. As those who are hitting the targets, you see that, you see that, you follow. You hit this one. You must see this one. Yes. When we first started, we were about twenty-five people for a long time. And then it changed went up a bit and went up a bit very difficult for us to cross 100 but once the thing is that once you start you will hit the other it will be easier there is no way there is no way it can't happen but you know realistically So, when you miss time of maturation, you will not mature at all in a later date. And what happens? They often develop features of spiritual imbeciles. You know who an imbecile is? Huh? Who's an imbecile? So, so, so when develop who spiritually now remain at a, a baby level forever for a long time you develop features of a spiritual imbecile. Do you know where imbecile is? Huh? Huh? No. An imbecile. Look at it. Imbecile. I said, eh? Weak or feeble. Or And you're a blockhead. It's like spiritually, you know, you're you an Im- and you know, it's like Jinyeka Krak Ekatao. And you see that you speak great words of emptiness. You speak great words of emptiness. You there, you, you think that, like somebody said, two years you will show me church growth. He's a spiritual imbecile. They often manifest emptiness by their foolish talk. An imbecile is one who has a mental age of three to seven years, but is an adult. And you can imagine what it is like when a woman who has been in the church for 25 years speaks about issues with the spiritual maturity of a three-year-old child. Yes, when you are not mature, you are still a baby. You can you, you you discuss things like an imbecile. You can't understand. pastor's appreciation. A spiritual imbecile will have a problem because just you know like a spiritual imbecile say now may the funk of war, may the year bassin, Eddie Mank of war, sorry, me, me, Jimmy. 
So when we discuss that, we always say, if we as pastor now are not careful now, because man here, I'm sorry, pain you, that will be the end of you. Or your spiritual imbecile, infant, you can check yourself. Am I a spiritual imbecile? By certain little, little things you can check. What used to make you angry last year, if the same things are making you angry this year, you are, it's a characteristic of a spiritual imbecile. Because you are not growing. You are not seeing spiritual things the way you ought to see them. When people have been, in, have been members of, of a church for many years and have not matured, they are also deluded into thinking they are something they are not. So because wawa changing. No, no, no. We are not moving by wawa and for, for the reason why we remain at a certain number for a long time, under 50, for a long time, because I was surrounded by people who were not will, doing any major work to help to build. They were not there. They were not doing, and so we were getting the same results. I thank God for everybody that has been removed from my life and for everybody that has been added to my life. I thank God. Even just this morning, I was thanking God for it. I was looking at it and I said, thank God. God, if this person was still in the church, something bad would have happened. Something very destructive would have happened. But I thank God. Yeah. So, when they stay in the church for a long time, they suddenly, even all your, the pastor's messages. Yes. So be careful. Don't miss your time. There's a time for maturity. It's time to be born, a time to die, a time for your salvation to appear, and, and the profiting of your salvation to appear, a time for your maturity. And then there is a time for your anointing. Does it rain all the time? No. So there's a time for rain to fall. Similarly, there is a time for the Holy Spirit to come upon your life. There must be a time when now people must see that you are soaked in the rain. Still a woman deep. It's not obvious that you are anointed. It's not obvious that you have been soaked in the rain. But there's a time when in your journey, whatever you are doing, people must recognize the anointing. That there's rain, the rain has fallen, fallen on you because it doesn't rain every time, but you must experience the rain at a certain time, which is ordained by God. The way you play your drums, the way you play your instruments, the way you sing, it, it must be recognized that now, mm, there is something about your singing now. The way you are doing your ushering, the way you, even your house fellowship, your members must now begin to say, ah, no, they say within the way you are you are teaching is different because now you have the rain has fallen on you are you what is happening nothing God has a schedule time for you to receive the Holy Spirit and become anointed and you see some of you are not so discerning even when you hear messages about 
how to become anointed. You don't, you don't throw it away. You don't even leave. All you do is you write notes. That's your best habit. You are very good at writing notes, but transforming the notes into a reality is a problem. Here about, I, I was in the women I was talking to. I was talking to the women. It was an, it was our pot. Yeah, I think it was the women recently on the Muslims um, festival day. I was talking to them about how to hear and levels of hearing to the point where you can catch the anointing. They might not understand that God is giving them an opportunity. God is, it was an opportunity for them for rain to fall on them. Now you know. As for all of you here, you have been taught that. But have you, have you, have you taken advantage of it? No. You haven't taken advantage. You didn't even see it as anything important. You didn't, you have never listened to the message. You haven't gone, you haven't even prayed about it. So we be there the same way. Same way. Same way. Acts chapter 1, verse 3 to 4. That scripture tells you the disciples were asked to wait for the rain, the Holy Spirit. And it fell on them at a particular time. gift of the Holy Spirit is the most precious thing you could ever have from God. God wants to bless you but if you are not prepared to wait, you will not receive it. If you are not ready when it is time, you will miss the pouring out of the Holy Spirit. So wait. Expect I must be anointed. Anointing also comes in levels. Rain comes in different levels. Sometimes a heavy downpour, sometimes it's just a little sprinkle. You can't miss all the levels that you know as anointing increases, anointing grows. So I'll give you one more appointment time then we'll have a break. And then when we come back we are going to pray. So what have we what are the appointments we've talked about so far? sixth one I'll give you is a time for your fruitfulness. A time for your fruitfulness. 
Jesus is expecting fruits in the work that you are doing in the church building warfare is expecting fruits Mark 11 verse 13 the fig tree Jesus went on to the fig tree he found nothing there so there is some fruit at this stage of the ministry but you must present certain fruits to Jesus He found nothing but leaves. Yeah, that's why you hear me say that some of you are behaving like just leaves. You're supposed to bring fruit, tangible fruit. We say we want 300 souls, but some of you bring leaves with excuses. Jesus is looking for fruit. We are not doing this, his business. His business, he comes to inspect the business. When he comes to inspect, he wants profits, he wants some fruit. So it cannot be that 2021 will come to an end and our number is still the same. Work number of workers are still the same. The choir hasn't grown. There's no new members, nothing. He comes to check the check. What am I doing as a pastor? And the people that are supposed to help me, they, if they are also failing me, then, I, then we are all failing Jesus. And as I told you, God has ordained even your birth to be that at this age. You, you'll be at this age. You'll be 20 something old so that you, you'll be here not like a five year old boy but like a grown-up that can help me in ministry. Because one man can't do it by himself. He need help. And if the help decide to be leaves or bringing fruit, Jesus comes and checks the church. I have by the end of 2021, when he comes to check the works, I must tell him, men's ministry has grown. Women's ministry, this is the results. Youth, this is the result. Junior youth, this is the result. They didn't have teachers, now they have more teachers. They have more people. Children's service, we have even gotten a place for them now. They are not sitting out there. Um, the choir, now they are singing. They are singing and, 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 and even people are being inspired. Sick people are getting healed. Deliverance is happening even whilst they are singing. Their their choir attendance, they've managed, you know, they're learning the songs. You know, the the instrumentalists are not just thinking they are big shots, but they learn the proper way. So one they are very technical. There's a difference between just playing sitting down and board drums, tum 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 tum. They say Unifraya school, were they playing the drums in your high school? Mm. To, call, to call for assembly and all those things. Yeah. 
I don't think I know I know it very well. They play and then change change over lesson. But you have to be technical. Most of the songs that you we are playing here, whoo. Your drumming destroys the song. Because you are not technical. A lot of dribbling, a lot of stars, but go, I did go, I didn't kunim be beba. drums. You are not technical about the drum. Sit down and listen. Simple beats. Then cut the beat. It's not about sitting there trying to impress it. That is how Ghana for Bobo. The stars now. Obeshe go kula no peso no trickypa. Messi nya ya pa no ashe. Ronaldo nya ya pa no ashe. With with great technical ability. Mumfa bo ma achu obe bo over the bar. Not technical. They are not technical. That's the difference between the white people and the and our strikers. They are not te- obviously and one say you know you stars now that doesn't bring it doesn't bring um it doesn't bring victory to the team. Yes. Or when you are playing the drum, did you listen to the song? Did you listen to how the people who were playing the song? So many times you have to be corrected. Sometimes the instruments are too way, way loud. It's as if the backing is now the main thing and then the singers are struggling now to catch up. All these things, you know, a time for fruitfulness. So now certain things shouldn't be accepted. Certain things should be accepted. As at this late, the food that we are looking for, and yeah, and yeah at this level now, you know, over here. Sunday, nothing about ch- 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 instruments. Ch- 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 no, it's not acceptable. It was okay when we were 25 people and we didn't have any, 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 anything to, to, to. Now we are broadcasting to the world. You are singing to the world. Now, now to Papa, so name words, no. Now the This is a song everybody knows. A, you are singing the word. I'm no longer a rose. And anybody that is technical immediately will catch you. And then they will know the level of the church. Immediately. If I go to a church, I know because of these things. Where the church is, immediately you can know. You can tell the way they are doing their things. You can tell the sort of work that is being done in the church by these little, little, little things. You, it's not just a matter of big now. You are representing something, a fruit. So, and every time you must get better. Every time you are striving for excellence. Jesus comes to look at the fruit the same ways every day. They know. And you say praise is now best at Because you are not growing. You are not being fruitful. 
all the areas in the church. Stagnant and but there's a time for fruitfulness. There's a time God comes and checks and says, no. No, 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 no. It's, you know, before, when we were doing broadcasts, we were using our phones. My phone, that was it. And and then and then that was it. No proper title. Then we, we got better. You know, and it got better not because I went to learn anything, but because see, people came in, people joined in, and started bearing fruit. Started bearing fruit. If it's something you don't know, you see, because you want to bear fruit, you go and learn. You go and learn it. Before I was the one that would write my own thing and type my own thing. And even when we started, I was the one that was doing my own thing because there were people who were not bearing fruit in the church. Now we've built a team. Now all this is, and gradually it's getting better and better and better and better. So it, it can go down. What is happening? Before we, 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 we were only broadcasting on a Sundays because the people were not available even on the weekdays. You won't get them. Now, there's another level of fruitfulness. So Tuesday we can broadcast, and other days we can broadcast. It's a level. It's another level of fruitfulness that we can't go down. You have been playing the piano for so many years now. Who are who, who has who has um, who have you also taught so that when you are not there, there will be still fruitfulness. There's nothing to show. With your so many years you are playing, you haven't taken time to teach anybody. So there's, you know, so there's a level of fruitfulness that you, that is why when God comes to look even into your life, say, ah, okay. So now, before, because before there was a time when we were doing evening services, you wouldn't get anybody to be there. There are people in the church, but you wouldn't get anybody to do media. Because one person, why not you mind? But it's a level of fruitfulness. That's why I told you, everybody must learn. Oh, everybody here, you must, you must learn. At least learn one instrument. Learn how to play the drum or something. As for everything we do here, it, can, it should not and cannot be said. It shows, it shows the level of work that is going on. It shows the level of fruitfulness that we are. But we are above that now. We are far above that. We are at the level where women... You no know, girls before mm no 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 we stop all that nonsense we are bearing a different fruit now whether you're a woman or a girl you can do the media you can do the and this is for practice very soon as God blesses us we are going to get proper camera equipment yes and by that time you see that because you have been trained you handle them and you, you are not going to, because cameras are expensive equipment that you must treat and handle carefully. We won't give it to a, a novice to, to destroy it. To destroy it. Nyameboa, sometime this week, I'm expecting some more drums. I'm expecting some more. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's going to come. Was it there? Or better there actually? Yes, so fruitfulness. God is expecting a level of fruitfulness. And the thing is that the more the people, you see, who, who has fellowship, Weekday service. It's a form of barrenness I will experience. It's a Sunday pen Now up to now, Tuesday is a problem. They are not bearing fruit in, when it comes to Tuesdays. And then you may it's a good example. Have you prayed for them? Have you prayed about their excuses? Have you tried to overcome the excuses? Have you tried to find have you called them? Some of you, you ask for this memory, see deep birthday cry, you don't know. God, they are not yet serious. I'm just joking. And one day, you give account. You are slowing me down. And now, me empire for speed. Because I know time is short. I have a very limited time to be strong and active and work for God. So I don't want to be surrounded by people who don't have the same mindset, who want to slow me down. No, I'm praying for exchange to happen. If you, if you stay and work, then may you be promoted. But if you are going to be an imbecile around me, and I, I'll be foolish also to, to... The Bible says that evil companionship, it corrupts good morals. So I don't want you around me. Not that you are not in the church, but I, w- I don't want you to call yourself even you are a worker. Because you are, you are an imbecile. You are not useful to me. So you just stay there. May God bring another person who will come and catch certain things and do it with speed and appreciation. And appreciate the opportunity and privilege God has given to them and work with speed. Fruitfulness. Fruitfulness. You can't get your people to attend to your house fellowship members. Because of what you are putting in there, in the ground there. It's a joke. Yeah, Tuesday, one more buy, and then Tuesday is that also, yeah. Thursday, Uber sorry, sir, that's how you have been doing. Oh, Uber Nina, what the whole day now, Ucha, who know, Faha, now, young, umpire crown, Mobi, last minute. Now, walk out now, a offer, who knows, quickly. And you go, the people won't come. They won't come. It's a spiritual work. And yet, and yet it's a physical work. No, it's a sp- Satan doesn't want people to come. Your work is to pray and overcome the excuses and do things that will make them come and bear that fruit. That is all. And that one, you are, you are not doing it. Yet, you have grandiose ideas that you are going to be a mighty uh, uh, pastor or uh, bishop or prophetess or prophet or whatever. He will trust you, test you in little things first. 
he will test you in little things. If you can't do it in little things, there's no way you can handle the big ones. And that's the definition of an imbecile. Making great statements which doesn't correspond to the situation on the ground. So, barefoot, certain things, when you are saying, you are saying barefoot, in your, I'm giving you different areas, even in your own personal life, start bearing certain fruits. You, you know, you are around a man of God. Start bearing certain fruits. Your prayer life should change. You sleep in the church. You sleep in, in, at the altar on the church. And it has no impact on your life. It has no impact on your life. What do life now? You are, you are sleeping your life away. You are not. You know, if I were you sleeping here on this on this floor, I will always be praying. I will, my sleep time, I will reduce my sleep time to three or four hours. Train myself that way. I will always be praying because, and with what my eyes are seeing happening in the church, I will constantly be praying. Praying at the night, praying during the day. Constantly. Constantly. I want to. I'm hungry for what is happening here. I want some. But you, you are joking. You are not bearing fruit in your own personal prayer life. So you'll be around, you'll be around, you'll be around, but you catch no anointing. You catch no anointing. So, bear fruit. Your prayer life, start bearing fruit. Your fasting life, start bearing fruit. Let, uh, I, I mean, we're giving you certain aids. Your, your daily devotional, you're not doing it. Your prayer uh, record book, you're not feeling it because you, you like sleep. You like to sleep. Yes. You are not bearing fruit. But God is expecting fruitfulness. If whatever you are doing now, you should be able to lift it up to a next level now. Yes. You should be able to take it to a next level now. As, as I've told you. You know. You, you can't. You can't. I, I will not be sleeping in, in the church here like this for so long it must one day it must show one day it must show who are down pass so comfortable maybe if you go right now maybe i don't have a bed maybe maybe mattress i don't have a bed gym panel if you hold your question baby and i'm lying on the floor yes sometimes i mean i'm not on the mattress with that form yes you want comfortability. Because a time will come when I cannot lie on the floor. Then I must lie on a very good, good bed. And my prophecy must appear. It's not going to happen if I'm just there sleeping. No. We deform her. In a few years' time, the difference must be clear. The anointing that I will receive, it must be clear. My life must be clear. Everything about my life, holiness, my speech, everything, it must be clear that I was like a Samuel sleeping in the house of God and I became a prophet and God used me, not sleeping here and you, you, you are wasting time, wasting your life away, wasting the opportunity, thinking that there's something more waiting for you. 
to bear fruit. You have to bear fruit. You have to work, 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 and you get tired. You know that I've worked. Then you rest. Then you get up again. You work. That's how it works. And you see, you are younger. The things I could do when I was your age, it's not the same at my age. It's not the same. The time that my body needs to recover after a dry fast when I was younger, it's not the same right now. So now, you can even do more. Yes. But you see, spiritual laziness will make you not bear fruit, not understand that in my time here on earth, a short and God is expecting certain fruits at certain levels. Yes. Yes. We say, so a time for bearing fruit. Everybody here, including myself, because I haven't reached anywhere. I'm always looking at it. How can I bear more fruit for God? God, how am I wasting the time? That's the prayers I'm praying. Show me. Show me so that I can make the changes. When you are proud, you think you do, you, everything is right with you. No. Nobody has reached. Nobody has reached anywhere. The way I want to pray, I haven't even reached there. Yes. So I can't disappoint Jesus. December 31st, 2021, it comes to check my fruits. And it's still the same. No. We are not ready for that. We want to please him. Our life here, our time here on earth in this body, is to please him. That's all. There's nothing else greater. There's no purpose in life greater than that. And if you don't, if you don't make that your priority, you bear fruit in other areas. Then go and do your business and start bearing fruit. You can go to school and start bearing fruit there. You can marry and start bearing fruit there. You can whatever get down to politics and start bearing fruit there. And we thank God for those things. But if it doesn't relate to what God is building, then I'm afraid we are wasting our time. Be on your feet and let's pray and have our break. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus. We ask that, Lord, speak and minister to us. Let your word break down every barrier against our appointments in life. So there's a time for everything. It's now time for us to bear fruit. Demonstrate maturities in different levels. We ask Holy Spirit, help us. Help us so that 
time we have here on earth, this time you are given to us to be in salvation clinic, it will be useful, fruitful to your glory. Thank you for answer prayer. In Jesus' name, amen.